This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Okay, so what is up, you guys? You are now tuned in for another episode of the annoyed not offended podcast what is up everybody i feel like every time i come back i'm like checking in like a teacher with a classroom like hey guys you know when they had you know especially in your classroom when you had a sub and they come back and they are refreshed that's how i feel but as always you guys this is a show for the consistently irritated but unoffended individuals remember it is not our fault that everything is annoying as fuck as always i'm your host sydney discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week so i'm back with guests last episode i believe it was just my voice so this is not a solo situation this week, I am joined by someone whose show I have also appeared on, so I'm happy to have her on now and joining me this week, but I have Nia Hendricks of the Keep That Same Zenergy and The Goods Podcast. You know, she is a two-podcast shorty. I like that. I love it. So <laughs> if you want to introduce yourself, Nia. Hi guys. Yeah, it's Nia Hendricks, aka Zen Mommy. Uh, that's what I go by. And yeah, I have two podcasts. A Zenergy podcast where I talk about life and how we can remain calm and zen. And then another podcast, The Goods, where we talk about sex and <laughs> um, relationships and things like that. You know what? I feel like that is a perfect balance because in right. order to have good relationships, good intimate and platonic you have to be calm. You have to be collected. There's no other way to do it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so again, I'm excited to have Mia joining me to discuss, you know, staying. Yes, here. I'm excited to be here. She's joining me today so we can discuss, you know, staying calm, staying zen. And as somebody that's constantly annoyed, how can I work through this and keep that level-headedness, as well as why, you know, we feel that people love to annoy those individuals that are a bit more peaceful in layback, because there are definitely some hotheads out there who are always like, mm, you just stone face, yeah. stone face. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very hard saying calm. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to act like, oh, yeah, I'm Zen Mommy. It's so easy to just be calm and collected. Like, no, it's a journey and a process for me, too. But it's kind of something I'm manifesting at the same time. <laughs> and see, we need that. Our listeners need that. But you guys, starting off with the first segment of the show, we have fed up or so this segment is dedicated for my audience to get to know my guests better because what better way to know somebody than what gets under their skin um and you know typically when it's just me i just do a rundown of my week with piss me off guests they can also share um and neil would you like to go first would you like for me to go first okay so of what had me fucked up basically mm-hmm Oh my gosh. So life, basically. <laughs> like, I don't think I can even count on one hand. Like, I feel like I've just been, Mercury's also in retrograde. So let's start off with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So I feel like that should just explain a lot. But if I could come up with a specific example, I don't want to say that I have road rage because I don't. Um, but you know, things happen. And you know, when you see like certain road rage situations and you're like, really you beat her up because of that or really you did that because of that i felt like i was put in a position this weekend and i was like i get it i understand what happened so, i live in new york and parking is no joke so it's like when you find a spot you want to get it you want to you know what i mean like you want to hold on to that spot and also because i live in new york there's assholes and so i was going to brunch with my man the other day and i found this perfect spot 
and I've only like seen this on TV where I went to back into the spot and, and somebody girl flew right into the spot, flew right into the spot. Mind you, I just bought a brand new car. So she was also inches from hitting my car. So now I'm like extra mad and I'm so mad. And sometimes then mommy does go out of the way. <laughs> she leaves the room for a while and I lost it. I was so fucking mad. Like my man rolls down the window and he's like, really, really? That's why you have ugly teeth or like something like that. And I was just like, I'm almost afraid to say something to her. Like she has me, she had me so fucked up. And she was just like, yeah, I don't care. She was like a fucking Karen. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. You snooze, you lose. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just drive off because I can see exactly why people get dragged and beat up <laughs> over parking spots. Because people be too smart. And then, like you said, no, they're in the wrong. Like I've definitely seen that before. I remember as a kid, it's one scenario that sticks out to me, like situation that happened where I was with one of like my play aunts and her daughter. And we were getting ready to um, park. And she was like trying to turn into the spot, but she couldn't. And so as she was trying to maneuver, I think she had come up too much. She was trying to back up and the mm-hmm. lady was not moving. Right. So eventually she just drove off and the lady went to the spot. And she's like, half of you saw me trying you to get to that me. damn spot and did That's not back up. And the lady was like, yeah, you just, there are other parking spots, ma'am. There yeah. are other parking spots. Why are you bothering me? And she's yeah. like, no, I'm going to bother the hell out of you because you knew better. So I'm going to follow you around the whole mall. Exactly. Exactly. Like people really try it. It's crazy. But I also, I understand. I get it. You said it's a war out here for parking spots. No, seriously, the Hunger Games. Like, shit is crazy. Luckily, I did find a nice parking spot after I drove away. I was like, that was my good karma. Because I didn't get out the car and beat your ass. (laughs) And that's what happens, too. No, for real. Like, I could have laid hands on her. Like, I was that mad. But, you know. Also, you know what's crazy? There was a cop car right behind me. The car right behind me. So I felt extra pressure and we were at like in a, on a, on a freeway, well, not freeway, I don't know, but like I was stopping traffic by like yelling at her, you know what I mean? So I had yeah. to, I had to go. So yeah. So you was just like, you know what, thinking about all of the other factors right now, it's not even worth, <laughs> not. not even worth it. And that makes complete sense. Um, one thing that has me not fucked up this week, but fed up is, su- it's okay, fellas, it is summertime. Oh boy. Fix those hairlines. We <laughs> outside. I thought you were going to say put deodorant on. <laughs> that too. Oh my God. Don't be trying that natural deodorant, boo. Now not the time. <laughs> not the now. It's too hot. But fellas, it is summer. Mm-hmm. We are outside after being cooped up in the house. Right. Hopefully you're outside responsibly, still wearing your mask, but you know you got on your, your booty shorts, you got your toes out. Right white toes, fresh petty, things of that nature. The ladies want to see some waves. Like Beyonce literally said, low cut seasons with the deep waves. Please bring that back. (laughs) We're telling you what we want. Like Beyonce did not shout y'all out on a song for y'all still not to know what women want. You know what's I think the worst is the back of the neck. That irritates the shit out of me. When it's like not lined up all the way? When it's not lined up or when it's growing so far down, like just clean it, clean it. If you're not going to get a full haircut, just clean it up, please. It's not that hard. We have to do so much. We do makeup, hair, lashes, eyebrows, fingers, toes. Like we do everything. All y'all got to do is get a haircut and don't stink. (laughs) Easy. And even then, you know, I don't, I'm not bald shaming. I just don't like y'all holding on to hairlines, you know. Do ball before you do struggling hairline. And even then, I don't know how much hair plugs cost, but it can't be that expensive. And they have stuff like Rogaine. You right, know? that's true. Or hens. <laughs> we live in a society now. And yeah. I kid you not, people cannot deny this. Every time I get on Instagram, like um, the Explore page, I see them. I don't see a lot of them because... I don't think I'm their audience. But have you ever seen those male lace front wigs? The lace fronts, yeah. Yeah, they are. Some of them look nice. Some of them look nice. They do. And they, to me, they look happier. Like, they look like they just got their hair done, like, when women and we leave the salon and we get our fresh braids. Right, like, right. You should want to look nice, fellas. Look nice for the ladies. Get these hairlines in order. I'm fed up with seeing it. Dead ass. Cut That's bar. 
That's a bar here. That's true. Like, if we have to do it, so do you. And we look so cute. Like, all of the ladies I've seen so far from pictures, you know, pool parties, things of that nature. The girls are outside. We have our braids. We have our faux locks, our wigs, curly Peruvian 32, whatever. We look good, a fresh color, everything. We are out here looking amazing for these men to come at age 24 with a receding hairline. Right, right. Uh, it's the at age 24 for me. Yeah. But you know what? I don't even want to say to each his own because balding is like something they can't help, I guess. But like you said, don't hold on to it. If you go bald, just do the bald thing in general. That's not bad to me. It's just... When I see the struggling hairlines and things, or hairlines that just don't look as cleaned up. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, some guys don't mind looking a little rough, but it's still a cleanliness or, you know, it's a sort of thing where you can kind of, you can tell when guys are getting their hair touched up. Even if it's a little bit wilder or they have dreads. So, fellas, get it together. Period. (laughs) get into gather but you guys moving on to the main topic and main segment of the show we have the make it make sense segment so again i am dedicating this episode to all my presenting i'll say presenting cool calm and collected individual Mm -hmm. while i am typically annoyed i think i do a damn good job of masking it in most senses and even then my annoyances don't prevail typically like it I don't hold it for a long period of time I'm just like "Ah, got me upset oh well but most of the time even then you know I truly don't care and (laughs) quote unquote I'm always like it is what it is I try not to let things get under my skin and I try not to make a fuss about it because you know nine times out of ten things are just going to unfold the way they are and you can't control it You can't control it. And sometimes I've even noticed with people who are more reactionary, they still don't get the reaction or response that they want. It was like, was it all for? Yeah, no, it's a waste. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) That's always always a waste. And I'm just like, I don't get it. But funny enough, as a laid back person, I think sometimes my non-reactionary responses bring out the worst in people. So... I am excited to have you here today to discuss our own zenness and how you know sometimes people take that to offense or how some people who are a little bit more agitated can find theirs. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> so, just starting off, I know one thing that I typically talk about because a lot of people do tell me, like, oh, Sydney, you know, you're fairly calm. And my mom always cracked jokes that. I'm not a person that gets excited a lot. I'm very much just like, okay, like, that's good. And I move on. Um, But I know me, I was raised, I'm like an only child. Oh. So it was just me and adults all of the time. So I would be around my cousins, but I still spent a majority of my time as a kid around adults. So, you know, adults, they don't have time for no temper tantrums. They're not playing. They're not picking at you. Most times my family would be like, please entertain yourself. Yes. So I feel like a level of maturity came with that. (laughs) Therefore, I was like, I'm cool. Most of the time, I'm really cool with stuff. Yeah, because you weren't having the temper tantrums. You weren't worried about things that, I guess, everybody else. I have three siblings. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm the oldest, too. So you really have to know how to, like, stay calm and patient and shit. (laughs) I was going to say, were they testing you? Most of the so time. the thing is, my sibling situation, I have a 17-year-old sister, mm-hmm. and then my youngest sisters are three and two years old. So most of my, I guess, testing comes from the teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, growing up, it wasn't too bad because I was, uh, what, maybe like eight years older than her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like starting now where I'm like 25 and she's 17 and, you know, she's a she's thinks she's grown and she knows everything and so now we kind of like butt heads a little bit more but like obviously with a three and a two-year-old it's like not the same at all <laughs> even though you know kids and babies they test you <laughs> yeah for sure and even then I was gonna ask you just outside of like your family life and background how would you describe yourself 
personality wise or somebody who is like a friend of yours? How would they describe you? So, you know, it's crazy. I actually saw a post a little bit before we got on Mm -hmm. and it was like a TikTok and she's like, it really depends on my surroundings. I can be calm, cool, and collected and just laid back, or I can be outgoing and talkative and the people person and all of that. And I, I think that that's me. I hate to say like I'm a code switcher, but I'm obviously not going to bring the same me to every, everyone. Not everyone gets the same me, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, but I do like to think that I've become more laid back and what's the word? Uh, down to earth. But I'm also very like bubbly and a people person, but I also like like to be alone. And what you said it before, you're not an introvert, uh, ambivert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I'm that also. <laughs> okay. And that makes sense. And I like how you said too, the older that you're getting, the more down to earth you're becoming. Yeah. So what has like drawn you to the realization? Like do old situations not make you feel like, they would have in the past or how did you like come to that reflection? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with immaturity. You know, when you look back at certain things that you reacted to a certain way, you're like, what the, and me, I'm almost grateful because I feel like a lot of the situations that I went through in the past could have winded me up in really bad situations. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, thankfully they didn't, but now I'm just like, I'm, I'm laughing at that. I've learned my lesson. I'm not that girl anymore. And people will not get that girl ever again because I'm send mommy now and I channels energy and, you know, it sounds corny, but it helps me, you know, Mm -hmm. to think that way. And that's good. I like that because I feel like even then, again, I am a person that is more cool, calm and collected, but I do often, I feel like in the past I read more things through my mind that would be more reactionary. Like I'm definitely not a person who even I know a friend talked about this one time and I can kind of see her side but I'm still like I'm gonna be who I'm I'm going to be like we had got into an argument about something and she was really upset and she's really into it and you know I was a little bit upset I spoke my claim but I was kind of like it's whatever after that it was nothing that was necessary like friendship ending but I was still just like okay I'm gonna walk away so when I chose to walk away and move past it like a good 30 minutes or so after it, she sent me like a really long message and everything else. So me being me, I took like a day or so to process it. Yeah. Then I responded and she wasn't so much upset. Like we moved past it, but she's like, oh my gosh, like whenever we have arguments, I say things right then and there, but you always come back a little bit later. And I'm like, well, you know, that's just me. I'm calm. And in that aspect, I don't want people to take me out of character per se. Cause again, I know I'm not that person to be like, rah, 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 and going off. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I think you made a good point. Like not everything deserves an immediate reaction or an immediate response rather. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've been learning that, you know, it's my piece and my, all of that. So I'm going to respond to you when I feel it's right. Because if I respond to you now in the heat of the moment, the way you are, this friendship probably will end or this relationship or whatever, or you know what I mean? And I've been going through that with my man a lot. Um, He's a Pisces and he's, yes, girl, it's exhausting. (laughs) He's an emotional Pisces. And when we're going through something, he wants answers now. And he wants my you know, feelings now. And I'm like, I can't be that way. I need the time to process. I'm not saying it's going to take a year, like maybe even a day. Just give me some time because I know if I tell you exactly what's on my mind now, I'm going to hurt your feelings. And I don't want to do that. I don't know why I'm that way, but it's so immediate. You know what I mean? Like I haven't had any time to think. And I think more people need to do that. More people need to do that and understand that not, not everything deserves an immediate response. Um, But there are so many people who are like that. Like they're always on go and feel like something has to be addressed right then and there. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to be passive, but your aggressiveness in certain aspects is completely uncalled for. Because again, like I said, you can be as aggressive as you want with people. You're not always going to get the response that you want. And that's just me. I... Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I might feel away about it, but I'm just going to 
move past it. And another thing I've noticed when people think you're more of a laid back person, they do think you're much more passive than you actually are. They're just like, oh, well, they didn't, they didn't even affect her. Yeah. She just moved past that. It's, she's yeah, just yeah. so cool and calm. It, it doesn't even like affect her. And in hindsight, that can kind of hinder you because you're like, just because I'm not saying anything does not mean I'm not thinking anything. Exactly. It doesn't mean I'm not bothered. And me, I be I hate to be this way sometimes because I want to use my words. And if you don't tell people what they're doing is bothering you, they'll never stop. Um, but I've become the more quiet type, I guess. You know, I, I, I don't want to say I don't like confrontation, but there's time and a place, I guess. And I feel like a lot of shit happens at the wrong time and place. And I'm going to just be quiet. You know what I mean? Like you pissed me off. I'm going to just be quiet. But then what ends up happening is so much time goes by I never said anything and then you do it again and now in this time I'm gonna just be quiet because we in public and I'm not gonna call you out and whatever whatever and so it's like freak now you're like creating a pattern of behavior that's not the best I guess true and that's very true because you know you do have to come back and address certain situations just because like you said you don't want a pattern to be there but as somebody that is laid back, you kind of have to not so much strategize, but you're kind of just more so like, you know what, I'm gonna try to let it flow a little bit more. Like I am not going to force the person to see my side of things, but I'm still gonna bring it up. And I'm that's definitely something I'm working through. And after a while, though, it's so funny, because I guess the funny thing is, I know a friend told me once or twice, she's like, you know, Cindy, you really don't get upset or angry, but when you do, it's kind of scary because you just like exactly going off. And I'm like, yeah, I hate for people to take me to that. <laughs> don't, you, don't you hate that? Like I've been working on myself and here you are. Now I can't control it. <laughs> now I have to go off on you right. and this is not good. For anybody. And you know what? I feel like that's okay sometimes. Sometimes you have to. Like people, so honestly, my mother-in-law is like that. (laughs) (laughs) Where she thinks, oh yeah, she's, and I've heard her say it about me too, which is like, she's like, yeah, she's quiet. She, She doesn't, you know, she lets things roll off her shoulders, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, actually, I'm just kind of trying to keep the peace between us. Mm -hmm. Um, But one time I actually had to like set it off and let her know. And she's a Gemini. And I feel like you, not to get all astrological, but I feel like you have to do that with Geminis. You know what I mean? Like you have to put your foot down ASAP or they're just going to keep on going. And so I was like, you know what? This is getting a little crazy. Um, and I had to really explode. And like, I tell you what, she hasn't fucked with me since, <laughs> you know, like it sucks that I had to take it there and that you had to see such an ugly side of me, mm-hmm. but I had to set a tone, like don't disrespect me. And people kind of take your kindness and and passiveness for weakness and that's not what it is for sure and I'm definitely a person too it's not so much a quietness but it's like a um like I think I'm very observative so when I'm around people if I am quiet I'm literally just observing I'm soaking it all in if this is a new environment or no people it's not so much me being passive to engage I'm just you know figuring out if if I want to engage if I don't like how (laughs) that goes about and it's so weird because I know my dad is deceased, but my dad was super duper duper laid back. And it's so funny because I feel like I have certain characteristics from him being laid back, did certain characteristics for my mother, who my mom isn't aggressive. She's also somewhat laid back, but in a different way than my father. Like she can yeah. still be very anxious and nitty about certain things. Um, but my dad was super laid back. Like I don't think I saw anything like frazzle him or he was ever truly upset. I was always like, how does how? he know this? Yeah. <laughs> what is the secret? What is <laughs> What is the secret to the song? Real. Because this man really just don't care. And it's it's not, it wasn't a, um, I don't care, like a dis- disrespectful way. Like, fuck mm-hmm. the world, I don't care. It was just yeah. more so like, hmm. I think because they're just bigger things in life to worry about and to actually let bother you that, minuscule things you're like fuck that I have bigger fish to fry at the end of the day like that's what I think about Mm -hmm. it's so crazy I'm the complete opposite my dad you know when something's bothering him bothering him the people down the street will know like he's very outgoing about it and aggressive about it and then my mom is passive aggressive however I feel like she is almost worse (laughs) you know I feel like 
the quiet ones are worse than the out, outspoken ones because their energy just takes up the room. And I think I'm like that a little bit too. Like she will not tell you everything, you know, anything is wrong. She'll have a smile on her face and everything, but you're like, nah, something is wrong. What did I do? What's going on? <laughs> and even then, I like how you brought that up because maybe that's a thing that people are reading into when I feel like some people are good at picking up energies and some people are, are bad. So maybe those are the vibes that more laid back people give off because I've, even then I have a friend who she's outgoing too, but she can be more laid back and observe it when she chooses. To, and mm-hmm. I've had friends be all in her face when we're out sometimes and she's just like quiet kind of standing and they're like, what's wrong with you? Like, do you not want to be here? She want to go home. And she's like, if I want to go home, I would say that or I would go home. Or I would go home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that I am, I'm not the observer. I will say that. I hear people say that a lot. Like I'm quiet and I observe. I, I have a hard time doing that. I think, you know, like, cause what is observing necessarily? Like, looking at everybody and just like trying to figure everyone out but now I'm uncomfortable because I feel like I'm looking at everybody and they're like what's this bitch looking at (laughs) you know but I guess I need to talk to people and uh, like be in the in the circle be in the Mm -hmm. what's going on to pick things up and then be like "Mm, I wasn't feeling you (laughs) and see I always pick up people's energy around me I do not know why it's so weird. And I mean, it could be with my friends. I've known them for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. It's always so funny where we may be out and a certain situation may occur. And then we not we don't say anything. And I'm just thinking the entire time. I know when it's just me and them, they're going to bring this up later. And this is exactly what they're going to say. And sure mm-hmm. enough, they're like, so did you think blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. Yeah, I love those moments with friends, though. <laughs> because it's so weird. Yeah, no, it is weird. And, like, everyone is just different. But also, we're all the same at the same time. Like, do you ever notice that? Like, do we, do we all kind of live the same fucking life? Like, we're all very, I don't want to say similar, but we all kind of have the same things going on sometimes. Especially yeah. black people. <laughs> no, for sure. And funny enough, I, I like how you brought that up, how we're all similar because I feel like I was trying to do a little bit of research, but you know, research does show that while we do have different tastes, different temperaments, people of a a similar culture, they tend to have the same attitudes about things. Just how they go about expressing it is a little bit different. And I definitely can say for black people, we definitely got our own way of doing that too. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because you know, even then I knew as a kid, like once or twice, if I was around some older black people and I was just minding my business, they'd be like, mm, you too quiet over there. What you think? What you- <laughs> and you like What are you plotting, basically? Yeah. Like why do I have to be plot I can't aimlessly be daydreaming. <laughs> you never daydreamed before. <laughs> And you don't want to be a smart ass, but you're right. like, why can't I just be here, like, minding my business? But people take that to offense. Like, even then, people have such a, a problem with, like, quietness. Have you ever met some people who they just feel like they have to fill up the space with small talk and different things? Oh like, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Like, quiet is okay. I think people need to understand that because now you are just talking to talk. Um, and I can't stand people like that because you end up putting your foot in your mouth, you know, most of the times. It's okay. I know it may be awkward and uncomfortable. So people just do small talk. Small talk literally irritates the life out of me. Like, oh, how's, I don't even know. Like, how's school? How's this? How's that? And it's like, let's not do this. You know, we don't have to do this. Just be nosy. Just, <laughs> just ask me. Just ask me. If you want to know something, just go ahead and ask me. And if you really don't have anything to ask, just move along. And another thing I wanted us to get into is from like, put on your Zen mommy hat. How can we go about being more Zen for those people that are on the flip side that are more anxious and more aggressive? Like how can they choose? You know what? Now is not the time to be confrontational. How can I more so internalize this instead of just being so outwardly emotional? And I don't think people who are emotional are terrible people necessarily, yeah. but those people that are more emotional, they do have more outbursts. And you're like, mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, that's 
interesting. Like I said, I feel like it's a process. So it's not going to be day and night. You're not going to go from being uh, a passionate, aggressive, um, open, outspoken person one day and then like super calm and a yogi bear the next day. Like it's going <laughs> to it's gonna take um, some time. But I definitely feel like not everything deserves an, a response. Um, you need to keep a good circle around you also. You don't need to have people around you that you feel try you, if that makes sense. Um, because, you know, we kind of like tolerate certain friends and deal with certain things and you need to have a healthy circle. And that's what I'm trying to establish now. And like distancing or picking certain people out who just make me in, in, turn, internally, sorry, <laughs> internally not feel right with myself and they take up too much of my brain power. And so I just need to have a healthy circle of people who have my back and who I can go to and it doesn't just always have to be about drama or pettiness because that's just all negativity and negativity is not done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so not everything deserves a response. Have a healthy circle around you. And also I think practicing like alone time and accepting that it's okay to be alone. Like I'm dealing with that right now. I used to hate being alone so much. Like it used to make me itch. Like I just wanted to be outside. I wanted to be involved. Um, but now it's like, I'm taking more time to be alone and I'm realizing what I don't and do like. And so now I have more time to uh, dot some I's and cross some T's, I guess, you know, and really like just evaluate my life. And that's important. Like enough people, too many people are like, on the go or just like onto the next thing and worried about this and worried about that, but they're not like worrying about themselves. They're not checking themselves mm -hmm. and under and feeling, sorry, I thought you froze okay. and feeling like, and feeling like, um, damn, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, like everyone's just on the go and worried about all the wrong shit when mentally you're not right. And you're letting things stress you out and they don't have to basically, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I definitely agree. I do know people who have even said, like, you know, I have to be on the move. I don't like really sitting still. And I'm like, that's fine, but make sure you're still carving out some sort of time for just you to learn Your more time. about you. Yes, you can learn yourself through other people, but to a degree, that might be more frustrating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and like, why not? You don't know they're like the right people until something bad, I feel, you know, like until it's too late, basically. Because <laughs> mm -hmm, they can teach you a bad lesson, they can teach you a good lesson. But if you stick it around, it can be either or it's a coin toss. Yeah. And a lesson is a lesson at the end of the day, <laughs> you know. Very, very, very true. I know me. I... <laughs> One thing that I think I had tried to do to keep me more calm and collected is um, for a while, like journaling some, because it helps like to get things out on paper and just kind of see like, okay, this is how I was feeling about this issue. I really don't have to go on a rant and a rave with anybody, but I can kind of rant and like get it out without taking up their energy because you know when you do talk to people who are constantly ranting, ranting and raving even if it doesn't have anything to do with you you sometimes like oh Jesus I'm drained yes, I yeah. don't have nothing to do with this and I'm tired of listening to it yeah I don't have nothing to do with it and it's affecting me I actually just did an episode the other day about um being an empath and other people's problems truly affecting you and you're, you're like wait this has nothing to do with me and I'm stressed literally I was sick for two weeks and I oh, thought yeah. about it and it wasn't COVID <laughs> and I thought about it and I was like I think everyone else is kind of affecting my immune system if that makes sense like I'm dealing with granted they're my friends and I, I want to be there for them but I think I was internalizing it and it was it'd be it got crazy and it messed me up and I was actually sick and out of service, you know, for two weeks. And mm -hmm. when you're worried about like the wrong things that can happen. And yeah, I think journaling is a good one too. Do you ever like write it and then crumble it up? I've done that once, twice, or I'll like have conversations like out loud to get it out. Like, oh, I cannot believe they did this and damn it. And go about it that way. Um, I thought it was interesting though what you said like picking up other people's energy I guess that's why people in a way when you're really laid back the energy kind of bounces off you and it's not so much 
in a bad sense of it bouncing off to you. Like you're not just completely callous to things going around you. Yeah. Like, okay, you're going to have to figure it out. I'm going to try to help you somewhat, but you know, my resource, my top priority at the end of the day is I was going to be myself. Just because yeah, that's how life works. I cannot pour into you and have nothing left. Basically. And I feel like that's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> it's the worst. I've learned that. I learned that a long time ago, like in high school, just with people I dealt with. And looking back on it, I was like, there are so many times I should have just not picked up the phone to oh, entertain no. certain things because it was so pointless. So pointless. And like, I had a friend, she would call me all the time about every issue and really just like, it was always negative. It was so goddamn annoying. I'd be on vacation, but I wanted to be a, such a good friend. So I would be on the phone with her and you know, like, I'm so worried about the wrong shit, um, trying to be a good friend. And it's like, I could be a good friend without having to ruin my vacation and hear about your boy problems. And the crazy part is we're not even friends anymore. So you wasted my, <laughs> I wasted my time with you. We're not even friends anymore. And that's how it always happens. And like you said, we moved to that point of realizing, like, is this really worth my energy? Is it not? It's looking like it's not. Because I've even told friends on certain stuff, like even my literal closest friends, like best friends once or twice, they've called me with something. I've been like, hey, I hear you, but I am not in the right space to discuss this. Not trying to have a battle of who they been worse and who yeah. got it bad like not at all that sort but i'm just not in the space to discuss this right now and that's fair i'd like to and again that's fair because you know friends your friend helps you out you help them out it should be a good balance and even then like you said it should not just be negative interactions i'm maybe that's why i'm so laid back too i do not go out of my way to have interactions with people who i constantly feel like is negative after a while i'm not fucking doing it no yeah yeah, same. That's why I said you got to keep your healthy circle. Because there's no way I'm not arguing with the same person over and over and over again. I will, no. even in, I feel like a work setting, I've had colleagues who I just, we don't mesh and that's okay. But after a while, we've quit butting heads because I've gone to other people like, yeah, I don't think this can work. Is there any other way to go about this? Because oh. it's no point. Yeah, or even in relationships too, like dating. Or <laughs> annoyed, not offended. <laughs> when I tell you, I literally had a conversation with somebody recently. They sent me like a very long text message. And I was just like, I was like, I don't want to respond, okay? But it was right. just like, okay. but it's looking like a K, right? I'm just like, at this point, this is not going to work. It's fine. Thank you. Those are the worst. You seem to get a lot of long text messages. I don't do those. Do not send me a paragraph even. My friends be thinking I'm playing no. them and they send them to me and I'll be like, I'm not reading all that. Not reading and they'll be like, are you serious? I'll be like, nigga, call me. Call is me. Send a voice note. Like, I'm not reading all this. Nope. And not if I say I did, I lied. I, I'm not listening to all of it either. I'm stopping <laughs> after true. the 1.30 mark. Like, yep, you just said enough. That's true. How long can voice notes go? I actually got like a three minute one today. I was like, what? I didn't even know they got this far. Just call me. Just Damn. call. Just it as long as I call you later. Right. <laughs> and I can't like keep it. I can only re-listen to it but so many times. So if I lose it, I lose it. Like, <laughs> You're like, what is there to be discussed at this point? Because obviously it's just, it's not working out. But Nia, any last pieces of advice for people to keep their energy like I feel like you did a great job of <laughs> bringing everything back to full circle but just like one thing to leave the listeners with not to sound corny but I guess just don't give up <laughs> you know like don't feel like all right this shit ain't for me because you know it's crazy I do sometimes like literally yesterday I said Zen mommy's dead that bitch died she died <laughs> she's gone rest in peace because it's hard and you want to just give everything a reaction and you want to state your your you know your position and you want to be a certain way but it's like it gets you nowhere most of the time so you just have to keep on going like I said it's a process it's mm -hmm. a journey you know and 
it just, I don't know. I just don't give up. Um, I know things are trying in life and life is not easy and everyone has their own walks of life and stories and backgrounds and it's fucking hard, you know, like, you know, and everyone just deals with things differently. I get it. But you have to remember that not everything deserves a reaction. Just stay the fuck calm and i hate to say it like it's just the easiest thing but just try okay just try literally try you will feel so much better try and try again literally like okay you messed up i cursed this lady out (laughs) over the parking spot this day all right my bad (laughs) i'm gonna try again if it ever happened again you know i know from last time i know from last time you know like obviously like you said like that didn't even get me anywhere. You know, I still didn't get my spot. <laughs> you know, like you most of the time don't get what you want when you're irrational. That's very true. You know, so just don't give up and just, you know, try to stay positive as much as you can and see the light at the end of the tunnel because there is one. I like that. You guys, you know, don't see red, see the light. Calm down. Yes. Think about it. Or even then, you know how people are always saying, and like, if it's not going to matter in like 24 hours, move past it. Yes. Like, nothing lasts forever. This situation is not going to last forever. However, you make a wrong decision, you will be somewhere you don't want to be forever. Especially when you said you saw, hey, I could cuss this lady out, but there's also a police officer within so many feet of me. I would hate for him to have to come over here. I would hate for my black ass to have been out of that car confronting this Karen because whose favor is that going to work in? Not mine. You know, but I could have just stayed in my car and kept my energy. (laughs) As you should. But you guys, moving on to the final segment of the show, we have You Are Drove. So as always, you guys, disclaimer, drove is a St. Louis term for mad, sad, confused, or just plain oblivious to how you thought a situation was going to work out in your favor, and it does not, you know. You might have thought you was going somewhere this weekend to get cute, you get there, bar closed, or just little things. It does not have to be anything big. I know I cracked all the jokes in 2020, how we thought it was our year, 2020 vision, but we were sitting our drove asses in the house. Yes, um, we were. <laughs> so starting off with this week's segment now they're not okay so for this story that I chose this week they're not really you know what they are drove it looks like a win but they are drove because I just don't understand but Jay-Z Meek Mill and a few other celebrity friends decided to surprise Robert Kraft with a $240,000 Bentley for his 80th birthday. Now, again, if you don't know, I, I barely know who Robert Kraft is. However, I have heard the name and am familiar with him, but he literally owns all of these NFL teams, including... Oh, okay. I was about to Google Patriots. him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he is, yes, he's the New, New England Patriots owner. So he is mega rich. He's literally a billionaire. The guy is like worth $70 billion. So... You know they say with billionaires, it's a few dead bodies because you didn't have to step on some people oh, yeah. to get your way up there. And for the love of God, I am just tired of Beyonce's husband and what her entities matters because, you know, people are going to bring it up like, oh, it's Jay-Z. Oh, no. Sean, he is a separate person. But basically, they bought this man who is literally 80 years old, this Bentley. How much did you say it was again? $240,000. Okay. Okay. Make it make sense. (laughs) Wrong segment. He's already rich. Not only that, you don't think maybe he has one already? (laughs) You don't think he... Maybe they asked first. I don't know. Maybe they did their research. But like, damn, he's already rich. Mm. Like that and the thing is, that makes no sense to me because they all have a relationship together because Jay-Z, Meek Mill, and I believe it's another owner, you know, they've come together for this quote-unquote um, kind of like social justice, criminal yeah. justice form um, in the NFL. Yeah. And I'm just like, even with that, it just seems so performative and cheesy. Yeah, always. Always. How I you feel like people boycotted? Now you got 
Isn't he about, I could be wrong, but isn't he like about to buy one of the teams, um, Jay-Z? I could be uh, wrong. He owns, he has part ownership, I believe, of the Brooklyn Nets. So that's with the NBA. No, but I think I heard something about football, but like I said, I could be wrong. Oh my God. But nonetheless, like we were so pro like taking a knee and <laughs> boycotting football and NFL. And now look at us fucking dancing for Robert Kraft and buying him pro- toys. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it either because that money couldn't have went anywhere else, right? Nowhere Literally, else. even me and Meek Mill ass, he'd get on my damn <laughs> Yeah, same. Not a fan. Every time I see something with him, I'm just like, you're too damn old to act like this. Too old. And, like, doesn't he get roasted all the time for not paying, like, child support or being a good dad and shit? <laughs> I think I think so. I know the thing that I was going to roast him about, the irony of this situation is how they – I'm sure they put so much money together to even give this man a gift. And, you know – to people who are wealthy, $240,000, probably not a lot. But it's still, no. like you said, somebody could have did something with that. And it made me think about, on the internet, people were resurfacing this video of Meek Mill when he drove through his old hood in Philly. And it was some kids outside. Like, you know, yeah. kids, they knew him. They're like, oh, what's up, Meek Mill? Like, we out here trying to sell water. We trying to hustle like Yeah, yeah. He gave them $20. No. And the kids even were looking. That's how you know you fucked up when kids like. What? And you know, twenty dollars to kids is a lot, but they're like, nah. They're like, we it's five of us, and we gotta split this. Huh? It's five. No, that's so disrespectful. He can't act like that's the only thing, only piece of cash he had on him. I am sick of it. And you guys are going out of your way to do this for this, again, this wealthy man who I'm sure has seen all sorts of gifts, expensive Mm -hmm. and everything else. So for them to go out of their way to do this and then also not expect it to make headlines. You know, people are definitely going to pick up on stuff when they're like, wait a minute. My thing is all what three or four of them pitched in for this you said yeah it's like three of them i believe it's another let me pull it up yeah it was another like sports franchise owner who pitched in i feel like if i was him i'd be like "Mm, jay-z really (laughs) you couldn't just buy this for me you had to get four other people to chip in Mm, ah, you could have did better <laughs> you know what I mean it's like buying a five dollar birthday card but like nope Sydney so so and so and so help chip in like oh this doesn't mean shit to me like I'm a billionaire <laughs> and even then this man like Jay-Z old as hell yes true but he's not an 80 year old white man like what do you really have in common exactly with this man but you know what though I know somebody brought up a a great topic just how in hindsight when you look at a lot of people who are quote-unquote black millionaires and have all of this money they often have more alliances with the other wealthy people than they do black people of other classes yeah I mean it makes it makes sense because they're the ones that are up there I guess but like come on Also Even then, cool. did you hear Jeff Bezos is going to space? He's going to the moon? Bye. For <laughs> You're taking money. all our money anyways. You're taking all of our money anyways. Why Bye. not think like, hey, instead of me taking my 5-5 ball butt to the moon with no background in you know, physics or yeah. Astronomics, anything of that nature. Why, why wouldn't I start some sort of camp for underprivileged kids to go to visit NASA and do things of that nature? Now I'm just gonna spend all my money to send myself there, knowing I'm gonna fucking come back because I'm not an astronaut. You don't. I don't want to be in space. I'm not no damn astronaut. Right. I just want to do it and say I did it. I just want to do it and say I did it, so y'all can add something else to my fucking resume. No, fuck you, Jeff. Like. <laughs> Yeah, Why are you nerd. going there? What are you adding 
to the actual journey. Like, I am so confused. Are they going to open up a site for Amazon on the moon? Like- Bro, imagine. <laughs> Money doesn't make you smart. Money does not make you smart. If anything, it makes you stupider, you know? Very true, because he, he and Elon and are running neck and neck, even with the Mars shit. They're like, yeah, we're going to go to Mars, we're going to go to the moon. And people on Earth are like, we try to get people to wear a fucking mask. Right. What do you mean? Like, come on. They're like, we're above these poor people problems. We're going to Mars. <laughs> we're above the you peasants. We're out of here. I am. I'm sick of it. I cannot stand it again. I feel that they're personally drove just because where's his money going? But down the drain. It's a car. It's going to depreciate over time. It's not yeah. even going to be worth that much. I'm sure he's not even driving it. He has no. a driver or something. I'm sure he has a driver. Or he probably shouldn't be driving because he's fucking 80. Like, <laughs> yeah, y'all are crazy. My grandma just stopped driving. She's like, yeah, no, this shit is getting crazy. <laughs> 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 it's getting dangerous. Like, he's going to stop soon. So now, I'm come like, on, guys. See, I know better. I'm just going to go sit down. That is duds, but I definitely agree so you guys that is it for today's episode it has been a blast talking to nia and getting our energy right i even feel lighter like after this conversation because i do too just reaffirm like we get life ain't all all that is cracked up to be but you gonna move past it and you're gonna figure it out in the most calm way everything does not deserve a reaction but Nia, tell my listeners where they can find you at, more about your podcast and things of that nature. Yeah. So if you feel like you're going through anything, um, body issues or just like other, other mental health issues or even sex, um, sex issues, or you just want to hear good conversations about it, you can follow both of my podcasts mm-hmm. um, at, on Instagram at Keep That Same Zenergy. And the goods underscore podcast, or like I said, we talk about mental health and then we also talk about sex on the other ones. So I think they're pretty good balance because we're all humans and we all go through, you know, issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you you guys, be sad and you go have sex. That's life. Basically. <laughs> basically go from depressed to happy. <laughs> yeah. You guys can follow my personal page at Nia Hendricks. I think there's an underscore. Nia Hendricks underscore. Yeah. Um, and yeah, subscribe every Thursday and Monday to hear my episodes. And thank you so much for having me, Sid. I love talking to you. It was a blast. I had so much fun. You guys, as always, I'm going to do my spiel. If you have been annoyed or offended recently, tell me about it. Let me really see, was it worth it? Did you really have the rationale to be as upset as you were? But you can send that email to annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. And thanks again for joining us, you guys. Adios. Bye. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with Sia. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.